Welcome back to Serial Bowls, our first show of 2022. A little delayed due to some illness over the weekend, but we are back. We are ready. We are about three hours out for the national championship game. Um, Patrick, resident Dogs fan. What's up? How are we feeling? Uh, I am surprisingly a lot better than I felt from the SEC championship game. Um I'm not ner- not too nervous. I'm calm, collected. I'm manifesting. I am vibing. I am visualizing a national title right now. Um, I think I'm in a good place right now. That's what I love to hear. Yeah. Uh, you know, and if you listen to this after the game and Georgia loses, that'll be a very funny intro. Uh, for y'all to come in on. All right, let's let's just fucking get into it here. Just, we're just preview. We're just breaking down the big game here. Alabama, Georgia, tonight, eight o'clock allegedly. I'm seeing more online, closer to eight thirty. Um, Georgia is two and a half point favorites. Surprisingly, somewhat. I hate it. They hate that. Yeah, uh, you know, there's one thing you shouldn't do. That's underestimate Nick Saban. I think I've seen something like the public is like seventy five percent on Alabama in this game. Mm. I can't, say, I can't say I blame them. Um, you know, Alabama getting points. Uh, you know, that's going to happen. But let, let's break it down like this. All right, when Georgia has the football, what's going to happen here? What do you see happening here? Um, obviously, the big question here is, can Stetson Bennett be his whenever he doesn't play Alabama self? Uh, yeah, I mean – I think you got to do the exact opposite that you did offensively and defensively from the SEC championship game. Do exactly what you did against Michigan. Um, I don't know what happened in the SEC championship game. There was no identity on offense. It was boring. It was conservative. You know, they were they were playing not to their strengths at all. And, I mean, when they played Michigan, it was exactly the Georgia offense that everyone has seen all season. And they, they're very deceptive. They um, were very – uh, creative and everything. Uh, they found the ways to get the ball, their ball players like Brock Bowers, uh, James Cook. I think they need to do that again. And they need to do that. Like they have to be able to get the ball, I think, to Brock Bowers a lot. And definitely do not get behind because Stetson Bennett, when he um, plays behind, like after halftime, he only has like a 49% completion race and 9% reception rate and only 11 yards per you know, completion, but when they're up, he's 61%, 15 yards per pass, and only a 3% interception rate. So there's a lot of things here, but get up early, um, keep your foot on the gas, and get the ball to your ball players. Yeah, and I, I think, yeah, like you said, it all comes down to Bennett, and uh, I, I was doing some research here, and I, I thought this was interesting. Up until the, the SEC game, he was sacked six times all season. Yeah. Three times in the SEC title game. He threw five picks all year leading up to it. Two in the SEC title game, including the pick six. So I'm kind of thinking he cannot play worse. Um, and if people forget, it was 10 nothing Georgia. Yeah. They went on a huge, like, uh, I think it was a 97-yard drive. Yeah. Uh, to score a touchdown. And they were rolling. <clears throat> they looked good. Yeah, eight plays, 97 yards. And then Bennett just started struggling. Um and they couldn't get the run game going. And I, I think, like you said, when they get away from their brand of football, they run into a lot of problems. Now, here, yeah. I, I'm looking out for here is George Pickens. Um, 
He played a this few. This should snaps. be a game where he comes out, I think. Yeah, he played a few snaps against Georgia Tech. He played a little against Alabama, a little more against Michigan. He didn't really have to. Obviously, that was a thorough ass kicking. Um, but I think even if he doesn't show up in the box score, I think he's going to give Georgia such a nice wrinkle to their game because you have yeah. to affect his deep play. Well, he already he already had that kind of wrinkle against Michigan. I don't, a lot of I don't know if you saw that highlight of. Um, on a pre-snap, he was shushing the cornerback of Michigan and then snap threw him to the ground and then turned and shushed the bench. Like, yeah. I want that from him all game tonight and all from, like all across the board against every player. Like, get physical with his Alabama team. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, that's how they beat Michigan. They got physical and they were able to kick their ass. But uh, I, I would really like Pickens to come out. In this game as well. I mean, I think it would be awesome for him to. It's probably his final game as a yeah. Georgia Bulldog, so it'd be awesome if he gets in the scoreboard in this one. Yeah, and I think even if even if he doesn't, like now Alabama has to respect his big playability. They yeah, be in on Bowers, um, you know, which is what you kind of think they would do. There's you know, saving a sort of Belichick ask. He takes away your best player, um, and then so if Pickens is going deep, you know, the safety has to respect his deep playability. They can't, you know, they can't bracket Bowers. Uh, maybe uh, Zamir White, James Cook can come out of the backfield, catch him, you know, yep. passes out yep. of the backfield. Hey, and maybe old crazy leg Stetson Bennett could get loose for a couple runs. He definitely uh, shut me up in that Michigan game and shut up a lot of critics. Uh, he, he showed that he can win the big game. And um, I know this is the big, big game, but, I mean, that's also a big game playing against Michigan. And he was throwing the ball really well, placing the ball perfectly. Um yeah. I think, honestly, like, the number one thing I'm nervous about here is with Georgia, like, they have a noted history of going up against Alabama and noted history of just letting – getting conservative and letting them creep back in and win the game. I mean, 2017, they led 13-0 at halftime and, like, 27 20-7 to 7 with, like, 20 minutes left in the game, and Alabama won a 13-0-1, won the game. 2018, they led 21-7, and um, in the first half, I think 28 28- – 28 to 14 late in the third quarter, but Alabama scored the final 21 points and uh, won that game. Um, and 2022, the same thing with 20, the Georgia led 24 17, I think, and Alabama scored like the last 24 points. I mean, they're, they're just a noted history of not being able to finish in these games. Yeah, they're the they're the boogeyman, um, <laughs> justifiably. Uh, obviously, they're the greatest football program of the modern era. Saban's the best coach. Um, but you know, you, you can't worry about the history. You just got to keep going. Yeah. Flipping it around when Alabama has the ball. My big question here is can Bryce Young keep pulling that Houdini act? Uh, multiple times in the SEC championship game, it felt like Georgia had him in their hands. They had him wrapped up and then he spun out of it. He juked out of it. He broke a tackle and made a crazy play. Yeah. I wonder, is that repeatable? And maybe the better question, he, he's going to make plays. He's a great player. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. But I guess it's how many times are you going to let him do that? He does it once or twice, whatever. He does it six, seven, eight times like he did in the title game. You're not winning. You're just not. Yeah. It, I mean, I think that stems on, like, back to when Georgia here, like, Georgia needs to keep blitzing if they want to stop that. Because, I mean, they did a pretty – they didn't get a sack like, on him in the SEC championship game, which isn't great. But when they were blitzing, Bryce Young was only eight for twenty for ninety-one yards. 
But when they didn't blitz, Bryce Young tore them apart, 18 for 24 and 330 yards and three touchdowns. So, um, I mean, yeah, it, I, Bryce Young's going to have to have another hell of a game, and he always will. He always gets his in every game. I think the most important part about Alabama is Nick Saban's ability to um, out-scheme your opponent. Yeah, He does a really good job of going to plan B or plan C and the other team having no idea what's going on. Yeah. Um, but and on top of that, if Bryce Young doesn't turn over the ball, I mean, they turned over it a couple times against Michigan last weekend, but it didn't matter. But when you're going to get someone like Georgia, they aren't going to let that happen again where, you know, if they have an opportunity on a turnover to capitalize, I think they're going to do it tonight. Yeah. And then, you know, those long touchdowns, you know, a lot of those yards and touchdowns that you were just talking about, like Bryce Young came on these busted coverages against Jameson Williams specifically. Yeah. And I do wonder, like, if you had to pick a weakness, quote-unquote, of Georgia's defense, it is that secondary. But are they going to blow, blow two huge coverages again against the same player? I don't know. I, you know, I'm a little skeptical. Yeah. Without Mechie. Um Obviously, Slade Bolden's very good. Uh, Julio Billingsley, the tight end, I could see having an O.J. Howard-esque sort of breakout game like Howard did against Clemson in the title game. Right. Um, but none of those guys are matchy, and none of those guys can stretch the field, and you don't have to respect that aspect of their game as much. So I wonder if that does help with, with covering Williams because um, obviously they can't let him torch, torch them like that again. Yeah, and I think uh... – Defensively for Alabama, they just got to keep doing what they're doing because I mean their their defense, in my opinion, has saved their season. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the, the the first half of the season, we're talking about how this defense isn't getting it done. This is you know this isn't a typical Alabama defense, but they have completely turned around the second half of the season. Uh, I think they're like first half they're averaging like three sacks a game, and now they're averaging like five or six, which is nuts. Yes. Um, I mean Will Anderson's having a, the college football player of the year, uh, in my opinion. Like he's a defensively I mean he mm-hmm. they're doing such a great job I mean they're like they're ranking top 10 in every statistical category defensively and if that defense is showing up this tonight there's a really good probability that Adams gonna win the game yeah I think well Anderson on blitzes against Bennett I think that's the storyline of the game there because Bennett he's got he can move but he's not athletic enough to to outrun Anderson um all right well let's just get right down to it um, I'll, I'll, I'll do my pick here. Um, I got Georgia by a touchdown, baby. Fuck oh, it. let's go. That's right. Woof, woof, yeah. Woof, woof. Um, yeah, man, there, there is something in the air. There's something happening in Indianapolis. Like I've deceived, I've shared tweets with you and, um, people are writing, media members are writing about it, but there, there's, there's a lot of talk about Georgia fans there. They're, they're barking at everything. They're barking at everyone. And there's like this, hopeful vibe happening in Indianapolis. Kirby feels it. It's something's going on. Something I think is going to happen. Hopefully uh, I'm going to take Georgia. I don't know if I'm going to take them by a touchdown. Uh, I, I mean, I'm going to take them by like a close game. I think they're going to cover the spread, but not much more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, the team that showed up against Michigan, I just don't see them having the same outcome from that SEC championship game. I mean, that would be ridiculous. Um, and I think they know where they get it done, and they, they have a coordinator still. So, yeah, it's going to be a very close game. I think it might be high scoring in terms of – I think they're going to hit the over here. 
Um, but it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, I think I think more than anything else, this is going to be a really good game, a really well played game. Um, I think I read an article on the Athletic that there are thirty NFL draft prospects playing. Yeah, this game like that's you're not going to see that in many college matchups. So um, even if you're not a huge college head, this is a great game to kind of see the stars of tomorrow. Um, so we're both on Georgia, which is bad news for the dogs, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. So we just, we just have one question from our friend Nick today. Um, like I said, full show tomorrow. Uh, well, we'll have the other questions, but he asked if Alabama wins tonight, what does that mean for Kirby? Does Georgia get fed up and start looking at other options, or would that be an overreaction, do you think? Oh, that's a massive overreaction. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, I think a lot, a lot, every Georgia fan is going to be disappointed if they lose tonight uh, because they're there. Um, but it's been proven time and time again that this coach, Kirby Smart, is the coach of the future. Um, he's only 46 years old. You know, Nick Saban's getting older. Um, I mean, he's been uh, uh, Smart's been here twice now with two different sets of coordinators, so he can get the job done. Who, regardless who is running the offense or defense, he continues to have top three or better recruiting classes. Um, so he has set up this team for years and years to come in the future, and he's definitely the best. There's no that Georgia can get right now that could get the team where Kirby's put them. So it's, I know it's, it, yeah, he needs to win the big one, but there's a much better probability if they lose tonight that they're going to get there again with Kirby smart. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I think obviously Kirby's big issue here is lack of a killer quarterback. Yeah. But you can't sit here and say, that you need to move on just yet. You know, if this happens another couple of times where they have all these sick five stars over the field and then they have a walk-on playing quarterback, then you can start asking some questions. But I, I think the process is so good here that you know yeah, the, the it, windows the window's not closed. No. If no, they lose tonight. It's not closed. So and I agree, like down the line if this keeps happening, you're gonna have to have a conversation. But uh, like he has he has his team set up for success in the long run still and i mean years to come i mean they could constantly grab these five-star kids and i mean if they lose tonight they're going to be a favorite next year and the year after that so unless like they have a complete meltdown but i mean yeah. right now no and you know it, it'll be huge if, if georgia wins tonight the fans have a sigh of relief and they're like cool we're fine yeah. going forward like this is it george kirby smart's a legend he's going to be here forever and i think he's going to be a georgia coach for a decade if not more like saban no, I'm Aaron Kirby to the Jags, Urban Meyer to Athens. Ooh, whoa, 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 <laughs> yeah, whoa. So fun, is it? Turn the table on right there. <laughs> All right, everyone. That's it for our national title preview. Apologies for the delay. We will see everyone tomorrow, uh, maybe today, if you're listening to it on Tuesday, uh, for our full show. Go dogs. <laughs>